Well, welcome back, guys. Episode 59. Uh, this is about a month in advance. A month. Yeah. September 12th was the last one, and now it's, what, August? August. October 16th. Oh. So, yeah, we've had a few live streams here and there. We've had a few live streams. We've had a we've had a few children. We've had a few we've had a few children's fucking pull up stumps and cause a bit of issues. But uh, you know, it's just constant, isn't it? Like I just feel like it's dad life. Kid, just constant. Karen's just sick, and then like I have two, mate. What's the poo on me? Like just poop three times today. Separate type poop on me. Three separate times. I um I really took for granted how easy one child was and then yeah. i had two and i was like this is fucked because at any given moment you you just like with one you're just like ah yeah one pint i'll take him love it's all good you just have a sit down i'll take him or she'll take him you just have a sit down it's all good with two you're just both constantly on it you're like oh fuck i need to go murder the lawn or something oh well f-. then both one parent's gonna have two kids they're screaming in there it's a fucking nightmare. I seriously do not advise until your kid gets to like four or five years old. I did two under two yeah. and it's horrible. My sister, the same thing. I feel like China has it right with the one child policy. Well, they had it right because they had a population. <laughs> they, had, they had it right. And all of a sudden, neck minute, it's, it was easier. Although, was easier. Uh, China aside, th- there is a population problem with a decreasing population problem which is crazy I've seen, this, I've seen this statistic everybody that, thinks it's increasing but it's actually decreasing no i that because people are financially unable to have children they can't buy properties they can't live pretty much on their own let alone with a family the population decrease is the biggest threat to humanity apparently at the moment i know people say climate change is which is probably a thing too but definitely not literally the, decre- the biggest is the decrease in humanity i think it will just drop out of nowhere it well in japan it's dropped something like 25 percent over the last like mm. 20 years or whatever yeah it's it, expensive to have children it is expensive to- but i think more so that the one of the biggest thing is is women yeah women are, well they're in the workforce they don't yeah being a mother doesn't seem as uh it's not appealing, appealing. As it so women are working a lot later like into you know well into their 30s for their career and they're not focused on having kids. And so no. that gets stalled back. And then by the time they get to a point, they either A, are too late, or B, they only have one. And then so yeah. they always say, there's an old saying, you you replace yourself. So I replace myself, Keely replaces herself, and then you know what I mean? But people yeah. aren't replacing themselves. They're only having one. No. So as that goes on, it's just decreasing. But yeah, it's, it's the money doesn't help. I mean, the financial situation nowadays is crazy. It's 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 wild. So a lot of people in, who are in a hell of a lot of worse position than I am. Like there's and, and a lot of people, and, yeah, lots. And you're like, wow, these people are going to be stuck in this cycle forever, trying yep. to get out of it. But then something will happen, and the world will crash, and everyone will be fucking fighting over tins of sardines. Yeah, everything goes around in circles. So like, you usually get this, you get a recession, and then it starts to go back up, and it just. I've, I've lived my adult life now. I think I've I've seen two slight ones 2008 was probably the last biggest one in 2008 when i just started my (coughs) career with queensland rail and it didn't affect me at all and then i saw the one in 2011 12 and it was weird because like COVID, i'd never worked more (laughs) and all these people are like at home poor had nothing and i was just constantly at work yeah it doesn't affect if if you're in governments mate Mm -hmm. like us it doesn't affect you 
It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it only really affects the working class, let's be honest. Which I know, we are like, working class, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know, but like the, the non-public servants. Yes. Because the public servant money's already there. It's already... It's not going anywhere. paid for for the next 10 years already. We don't have to stress, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, because it's an allocated budget. Yeah, where if big business struggle, mm. they just pull the fucking funds and sack everybody. Yep. They don't cut their budget, so they nope. just sack everyone around them because they're fucking grub. And, you know, yeah. speaking of... Uh, money and people struggling and all that type of stuff in the world. One thing that never seems to struggle and the money always seems to get more is football and the Premier League specifically. And cunts like you stealing all the money from the rest of the world, um, the Saudis, the Saudi princes, they're going up against one of the old giants in football in Man United. Um, how do you feel? Do you know what I feel like right now? How do you feel? I, I would, I would well, feel confident. I honestly would feel confident. This game to me tonight, right? This has a look of like picture George Foreman. Now this I know this never happened, but just picture this, okay? George Foreman in his really later years, he's still got a lot of power, but he's just not the George Foreman he once was. Mm-hmm. And then a twenty-year-old Mike Tyson coming at him. <laughs> I mean, it was pos- it was possible because George Foreman won the heavyweight yes. title like forty-eight. 40, 40, yeah, like yeah, he was like yeah, long yeah. time, but. This is what it has to me about it. We are in fine form at the moment. We've got a hell of a lot of upside because we're absolutely squillionaires and we are fighting against a an old tyrant, really. The old dogs, mate. Just, just, a, just a dinosaur of the old world we're fighting against. They've still got they'll, that. We're not as far as I'm like thinking about it, but they are an old dinosaur of a team. The bones we will we will be picking our teeth with the bones of Man United for many years to come. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny. Usually in football, when another big club arises, one usually drops out. You don't. It's not like you're going to have nine teams that are all fucking the richest in the world, right? So who's going to drop? I mean, I know when Manchester City first got bought out. You know, traditionally, who was kind of the big dogs? Like there was only usually Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal, and then all of a sudden Chelsea came in and City come in. Tottenham have never really been a giant of a club. Um, But if if you look at even like, even without money, right, you look at the winningest teams in Premier League history, Newcastle, I'm pretty sure, is fifth. Yeah. Well, fifth or fifth or sixth, and and then you extend that past Premier League history into English football history. I think we're fourth or fifth. There's a um, I'm going to get up on it's my an phone. Stat. There's Liverpool's a, first. Liverpool's first, yeah, which is really crazy because people United is second, I think. Because if think of it like this, right? So a team that's first, and we're first by I think it's something like oh six hundred or seven seven hundred points, right? It's a long way. And that team has won one league title in thirty years. How good were they before then? That's what people before, really don't remember. Before, remember right? But even the years that you lost recently, you're still building the points. True. But, like, you know, before 1992, that team won a hell yeah. of a, a lot of fucking oh, trophies. Time. So, fucking time. But, yeah, like Newcastle, they, they're the up-and-comers. And, look, there's no pressure on Eddie Howe. There's no pressure on this Newcastle side. So they can go no. there and play free. Um, and we've seen them, we obviously. We will press the cunt out of these fuckers as well, I guarantee it. Well, man, this is a really interesting game for me because Man United this year, any time they've got results against any decent opposition, they've played counter-attack. Now, do they consider... Now, it's not taking the piss out of Newcastle, but on paper, you look at Newcastle and say, okay, we should have more of the ball. We're at home. We should be going at them. But Absolutely. are they going to try to play the counter-attack game against Newcastle? Because if they do, 
they might get picked apart. If they give any space to, if Bruno, if they let Bruno run the midfield, they're in, they're in strife. Well, he if can. If they let Bruno run the midfield, Bruno is, mate. Real are after him. PSG's after him. Bruno is the hot ticket in world football at the moment. Fucking Gary Neville's come out and said that he's he's more important for Newcastle than Alan Shearer was when he's been bought. I don't believe that yet. No, I don't believe that either. He, no, but he's changed the way the fans are reacting, which is giving us a hell of a lot of oomph on the road as well. As they say. Uh, well, Bruno, if he controls the midfield, just it's we're going to win. He's that good. We will win if Bruno is in control. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's possible against their midfield because even though they got Casemiro, I, I, I think the Premier League is maybe a bit too quick for him. I know that's I a massive call. Again. Well, what about Varane? Because Varane, this is the thing with these blokes who have come over, they haven't impressed me yet at all. Varane's looked okay. Um, yeah, but he hasn't been brilliant. No, like he hasn't. He was, he was well, you, you look at it like this. The resume he comes in with, five oh, Champions League titles, countless yeah. fucking little leaguers and all this shit, won a World Cup. He's done it all. And so you Casemiro. Yeah, Casemiro's you, done everything. Casemiro's done everything. You would think he would come in and just be an absolute fucking rock. Um, but he's not. But he's not. He's so, and look, it's not all. He's he's not all to blame. That United defense is fucking skeptical. We all know that, and they have got a bit better with times, man. They have got better with with um Martinez obviously coming in, but. I don't know, man. I think they're gettable. I've watched a lot of their football this year, and I, I'm still not amazed. I know they've won. Obviously, they're in better shape than us, technically. But uh, yeah, I still I don't, I'm not they, amazed by them. If they if if they have a, a few lapses in 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 and around sort of where the centre backs are going to hold, Wilson could pick one up easy. Is Trip, Wilson Trip, fit? Yes, he's playing. Surely, um, surely, Isaac's up. Saint Maximum's out for a week, and Alexander Isaac's out, but the rest of the team is fit. Ooh. Trippier has been known to pick him up off free kicks, so don't give us a free kick. Almiron's in hot, hot, hot form too. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like we could get him. I feel like we could get him. Yeah, I, I think you can too. Fucking Jesse just messaged me, man. Man's just woke up and chose violence. He just posted a photo, and it's like. Liverpool, Palace, West Ham, and like we're all on the same points. And he goes, "Hey neighbor," and I said, "Man, chose violence." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to accept it while you can. Oh, hey neighbor. Uh, howdy. Did they um? Did they get a result against Leicester? Or was it a draw? Sure. That's not surprising. Those two teams are shit. But yeah, I think Newcastle could do it. I mean, you pay, this is the thing. You pay three dollars thirty-eight. That's an incredible bet. Chuck a tenner on it with Wilson assist or goal. That's what I mean. Make. We're paying that. Jeez, we're paying three dollars sixty. That's insane. Uh, so, obviously, I will say this though: if we're going on form, oh, it's definitely deserving. We'll smoke you. Are you going to get up and watch it? Yeah, I will absolutely. Um, Ten fifty is a great time for me, by the way. Tonight, I'm so excited. Eleven p.m. Yeah, eleven p.m. Yeah, well, ten fifty pre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few other games on tonight. We'll just we'll close out this um, Man United Newcastle one. So, final uh, prediction: What do you reckon? Um, I'm going to go. We're going to we're going to get them. I'm going to go Newcastle. We got goals in us at the moment. Three Man United one. Jeez, that's a big result from away from home. We've got we got, we got goals in us at the moment. I can see it happening. I'm going to go uh, a bit more conservative. I'm going to go two two draw. I feel like there is goals in the game. I don't think either are better than each other right now. I think I you're probably cool. on equal playing field, which is crazy to say. You would never have thought that maybe a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to go two two. I don't know. 
if you'll get them, but I think you have the capacity to. Um, Jeez, I'd love to. Yeah, oh, mate, I would love you to. Trust me. I, I'd wake up and feel fantastic. There's just some other games also on tonight. There's there's actually fucking one, two, three. There's six games on tonight. Um, Huge heaps of games tonight, yeah. So <laughs> this one's an interesting one just because of the where they are in the league. Now, mm-hmm. I... I don't think there should be any pressure on him because I don't think the team is really that good, although they've made a lot of fucking signings. But Aston Villa versus Chelsea. Villa are at home. Villa are shit this year. They haven't got the, the ball rolling. We have Conte's out for 14 weeks as well, so he's missing the whole World Cup. God damn. Um, you and I both picked Villa to be kind of, you know, in and around the top 10. I think we picked them maybe 9th or 8th. They are currently 16th, lost four games. Mate, they have been so bad. Minus four and goal difference. So what... What are your thoughts on this one? Can Steven Gerrard turn this around? Chelsea obviously no, still I, with a new I, manager. I don't know what happened. I still will say outside of Tottenham, Villa had the best off-season. So, well, on paper, on paper they did. On paper. They have not gelled at all. They've been disgusting this year. Terrible. They've just been like... Sometimes that happens. I the mean, only team that I think has been worse has probably been Wolves, but they, they've just been disgusting. Yeah, I, I don't. For a team with that much talent and that much... See, this is what happens when I get on the hype train. I get really disappointed. Mm. They just haven't done anything that's excited me at all. That yeah, they've done. They're incredibly average. Um, oh, and look, absolutely. we touched on it uh, earlier on in the piece about teams that add so many players to their list too yep. soon. When you go out and buy fucking fifteen players and a hit, you're gonna affect some team chemistry. You look oh, at West absolutely. Ham at the start of the year; they were atrocious. And they they've, that, they've, they found a little bit. They of form found a little now, bit right? of form. They've turned some corners, but yeah, ultimately no, at the start the they were shit. And probably what's made them better now is because they do have a good team. Like it just took them a bit of time. Whereas Villa don't have a good team, and they've <coughs> they're trying to integrate all yeah. these players in. Um, and maybe maybe Gerard's getting found out a bit. I, I don't know. But did he make the jump too soon going from Rangers to Villa? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's no, interesting. He game. didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He, you have he to. You have to. Last year. He was really, really good. I just think for some reason the team chemistry shit the bed, and like they're coming up against Chelsea, who are very good. I think we can all agree that they're very good. I think what Chelsea are doing though is they're trying to buy the world, and they're going to fail. They're, they're trying to do some sort of this new owner is going to fucking destroy them. Well, I think I think things. he's trying to make a splash, make in a, a, a you know really make it a, a fucking appearance, and yeah, well, he's just gone in for fucking Mbappe. He's in for Christopher and Kunku. He's in for the cunt's trying to buy fucking Luis Figo from nineteen ninety six. The cunt's <laughs> an idiot, man. He's just a Yankee. <laughs> he's going to replace R nine's fucking knees and bring him back oh, from two thousand two with the haircut, mate. Do you see that thing on TikTok Yankee. when when he's like, I saw a Ronaldo haircut and he comes in yes. and the kid's got the fucking two thousand two cut. Oh my god, a little sheepdog. Yeah, man, oh, you, the amount of Murray kids that I used to see with the sheepdog. Uh. Man, that's <laughs> they were everywhere. It was crazy. It's a terrible haircut, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's a dreadful haircut. It's a very central Queensland haircut. Jeez, uh, it's funny. Um, but, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Chelsea are trying to buy the world. They look okay under Potter, and I think I think he's disrespected. I really do think that a lot of people really shat on him before he got there. Oh, he's not a big enough name. But if you actually look at his resume, right, and, yeah, they're not big clubs, but what he did at all – all of the clubs he's been at, he's made them better. And even when he was at uh, a, a Swedish team, Osterlund, I can't remember how to pronounce Osterlund? it. Osterlund? Yeah. I had a look at his... He, uh, he beat Arsenal in Europa window. League with a fucking yeah. bang average team. I had a look at his... Um, CV. 
his CV the other day, right? And it it was uh, quite um, amazing. It's a rise from nothing because he he come from like nowhere, right? Literally nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. He's now the richest manager in football history, like the highest paid manager in football history as per yearly salary. Oh, uh, at Chelsea. Yeah, so he's the high paid like per his year salary, right? Man, took I think it was some crazy country like under twenty ones Jamaica into something else, into something else, and then he took yeah, Osterund, won them all the shit with them, went to blah, some fucking company, and then he ended up in Brighton. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he's the richest fucking manager in the world. Yeah, it's not bad. It's madness. Hmm. Madness. This is Chelsea. Um so yeah, look, Graham Potter, I, I take my hat off to him. I actually think he's pretty talented. He's a great job. Oh, he's um, very talented. He's a very, very skillful manager. He has a lot of Eddie about him. Well, Eddie, well, off, you can flip it. Eddie's got a lot of Graham about him. Mm. You know what I mean? I think outside the box, they're, they're, they're sort of different different cats. Well, sort of football's changed a lot nowadays. It's not like traditionally it used to be obviously 4-4-2 four, four, years ago and then Pep was really I mean you could argue it was the Dutch in the 70s but Pep really was the first person in club football to mm-hmm. introduce the 4-3-3 and have legitimate success with it and oh, then absolutely. ever since that everybody's been tinkering with the 4-3-3 uh, different variations 4-2-3-1 then some managers yeah. like Conte have gone with three at the back and revolutionized so football nowadays you're not Punished. He's switching 3-5. It's quite weird. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he plays three in attack and then he pushes them straight back in defense. Well, it's, he just plays with wingbacks. That's the easiest yeah, way to... Yeah, so yeah, any yeah. team that plays with wingbacks is going to have three when they're going forward and five when they defend. And yeah. it's the most... It's the cheesiest fucking thing ever. Um, all that tells I, me... I, I stopped using it in FIFA. <laughs> all that tells me is that you're afraid to lose. Um, so you play with wingbacks to, to try... Just be really safe. And obviously you do get overlaps here and there against certain teams like us, for example. We give you so much oh, space. But um, yeah, look, it, football has changed. What I'm getting at, is I'm kind of going off on a tangent. You're not you're not punished or criticised for how you play. And Graham Potter is, is finding styles to how he wants to play and mm. he's having success with it. Because you can literally be, like you said, with Eddie Howe and all these guys, you can have a bit of invention. You can be yeah. imaginative. Absolutely. Come up with anything. So, no, I think I think getting back to it, I think Chelsea will probably end up winning this game. I think more pressure is going to be on Gerard, and probably questions will start to be asked. They shouldn't, but they probably will be. Oh, I think they should, yeah, he'll be fine, but Chelsea will win. So I can't see Chelsea not winning. Easily. Next one is Leeds versus top of the table Gunners. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. These are the sort of games that traditionally, maybe years ago, Arsenal go lose. Now. Obviously, they're in red-hot form. They're probably not going to lose this one. There's no way they're um, You know, Leeds, two wins, three draws, three losses. Arsenal, eight and one. Uh, but, you know, coming off that high against playing Liverpool, Leeds are in dreadful form. If you look at their form, lost, draw, lost, draw, lost. They're due for a win. <laughs> so, it's crazy. Mm. I don't see it happening. I think Arsenal will probably continue their form. Oh, and um, i got a funny thing to tell you, though. Arsenal, the first team... So the, the last team to finish, to start the season, eight wins and one loss at this time and not win the league title was Arsenal in 2007. Ooh. And the last team before then to do the same thing and go not win the title was Arsenal in 2004. So they don't have a good track record for starting like this and not winning it. 
Um, and I feel, and I feel that that's going to be the same. Look, it's been a great start from them. I'm not going to discredit anything they've done. They've been unbelievable, especially with the players that they've got. They're playing way above their limit, I think. But I cannot. It's like the elephant in the room. That's you. You just the elephant that's on top of the fucking house. You look at it and just think that cunt's going to fucking fall down. You just don't know how he got up there. And that's Arsenal. No idea how they're up there, but they will never be full. They're playing well. They're playing great. Fantastic. They're playing really, really well. The the form maintenance at this point of the season has been unbelievable. Yep. Where they have been known to be up and down like the old honeymooners, knickers in the past. So the, the uh, they're going to win this one. Oh, I, I think, think they'll, they'll come after the World Cup. I think they will. They will definitely win this one. I think the dip will come before the World Cup. I. Yeah. It's just I've seen, I've just seen enough football in my life to know that these teams come around every single year. That last year it was Chelsea. They were top November to December, fell off like a fucking pack of shit, and were probably 15 to 16 points behind Liverpool in second place. This happens all the time. You usually get a, a front runner that speeds out first, but you know that the fucking champion is right there, and they're staying steady. They're not dropping off, and you know that they're just going to come home hard, and it's Man City. Man City will win this by a mile, in my estimation, because I think that Arsenal have a great 11 right now. Do they have a great squad? No. They get a couple injuries here and there. They're doomed. Not Man only City that. Have a great 22. Man City have a great 33. Um, let's be honest. Um, and look, you need everything to go right for you sometimes in the league. You need no injuries. You need perfect form, all that type of stuff. And when you're going up against a team, a juggernaut like Man City, and they're relentless, Man City, Arsenal are yet to be proven to be relentless. You know what I mean? Like City win 15, 15, 16 straight easily. They don't have an Erling. They don't have an early, but you know, even take early out. They won the league last year without a striker, bro. I, I don't. I'm not getting. I'm not getting lost in the early. He's unbelievable. Don't get me wrong. But Man City did not need him to be as good as they are. They no. won the league without him. No, and, but and still amassed 95 points. He puts the cherry on top. He makes. He puts, puts more than the cherry. He puts the cake and the fucking the whole icing early on top. Bird gets lower. Did you see the uh, the little? It, it was it was tongue in cheek, but it was pretty funny. How Pep's like, ah, oh, he didn't score a hat trick this game, so I'm going to have to put him on the bench and have to have a chat to him because he's not performing. It's, he only scored one goal. It's unbelievable. Only yeah, scored one goal. Um, so Arsenal versus Leeds, you obviously think the Gunners are going to win. Yes, the Gunners. I'm going to say the Gunners are going to smoke them. Yep, I'm going to go four nil. Four nil. Sheet. Yep. Uh, is it? It's at the Emirates. Shoes. No, it's at Ellen Road. I'm going to oh, go two nil then. I'm going to go draw. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go draw. 1-1. One, one. Okay. Uno, uno. Yep, 1-1. One, one. Also, okay. quick side note. This mm. is going to shock you. So, Nunez has played 400 minutes this year, scored four goals. Mm. Gabriel Jesus has played 800 minutes this year, mm. scored five. Jesus. Nunez is a flop. Funny yeah. that. Funny that, isn't it? Funny how Nunes. perception and where you are on the table – and who your replacement is. It's all about form, isn't it? Liverpool win these games, they're top of the league. Nothing gets said about it. But the, because you're 10th and we've been playing shit, oh, he's a flop. He's played half the yeah. amount of minutes. He's played half the amount of minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, and look, I love Gabriel Jesus. I think he's been an excellent signing for for, for Arsenal, and he has revolutionised their attack. He gives them so much more um, variety and creativity. He's a link man. He's great. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not, but I just think that the media is crazy how one's a flop and one isn't. Now maybe the price tag is is in there, but I think it's because we're shit, and he's technically the replacement for Mane. So there's so much pressure. And not only that, Haaland's coming at the same time and there's been a fucking... Well, no one's going to look good next to fucking Haaland. I can tell you that right now. No, absolutely yeah, I not. think the from who's going to replace Diaz for fucking till halfway through next year? It's got to be Jota. Jota's going to have to play left wing, which is... That's, that's going to be a talking point when we preview our game. But yeah, Jota will have to play left wing because... It really shortens you up if you've only got Bobby and... Uh, well, Bobby's playing career best fucking form know, right now. Bobby and Darwin up I, front, I, and that's it. I would argue you play what they played against Rangers. So they played Firmino sort of as a cam, and Nunes up front. I, I think they played the four-two-three-one that they've that Klopp's kind of been doing. Play Firmino and behind Jota on the left, Salah on the right, and then just play Thiago and Fabinho. That's what I reckon. But and just have Bobby as your as your sort of link man. Yeah. Um, Gomez off. The only thing that I'm sure he came as a camp. <laughs> he did. He came as a camp. Brendan Rodgers bought Firmino as a camp, and then Brendan Rodgers got sacked. Klopp took over and put him as a number nine. So we only had mm. Christian Benteke and Daniel Sturridge at that time, and Klopp yeah. come in and goes, "Nah, I don't like either of you two. I'm gonna put him as our number nine, and yeah. it just revolutionised the squad. But mm-hmm. let, let's let's jump in. Seems we made our predictions for um, Arsenal and Leeds. My shock prediction. Let's jump into the the big one of the night, so to speak, um, the traditional big one. Actually, before we do Liverpool and Man City, because that is a massive game, we'll do Southampton and West Ham, get that out of the way. Southampton this year have been dire, absolutely shit. They're 18th. Um, I think if I remember correctly from my prediction, I, I put them somewhere like 17th or 16th. I think they were, oh, I tipped them just to stay They're going to have to change their song to oh, when the seats go marching out of the Premier League. If Mate, they they've conceded they're 17 goals. Garbage. Garbage. They've lost four straight. They're coming oh. up a team that's just started to turn a little corner in West Ham. Um, I can't see anything but a Hammers win in this one. Oh, mate, I, I think so too. Bowen's looking all good. Skamaka's looking lovely. Um <coughs> They're in a bit of strife, poor old Southampton. So how uh, how the hell has Hassan Hoddle still got a job? I don't know. I, I don't know right now. They if they get belted around the park, anything could happen. Anything, anything. could happen. Anything could happen. Anything. They might, they might get Steve Bruce. You never know. Um, I'll play five at the back. <laughs> Just remember, right? Think of this. You. It was only like a year and a half ago. You were a Newcastle fan and you thought that, oh, you know, I'm not supporting one of the biggest clubs in the world, but, you know, I like this club. I'm really invested. Steve Bruce is shit. We need to get rid of him. And now you think back, how the fuck did we ever exist with Steve Bruce? Well, we didn't exist. We were floating after fucking Rafa left. We only we did, all we did was float after Rafa. I remember left. watching games it. with you at work like we used to on on our on our old night shifts and uh the fury coming out of and like it be a box standard boring nil nil or a 1-1 and like you'd lead maybe all game and then get scored later. 88 minutes <laughs> and then what it was just the, the I knew it had to change the the game where we played West Ham, I think, 
and there was not one ounce of effort in the entire game from any person. It's <laughs> usually a side, mate. It was about three games before he got sacked. I can't remember the exact team. I just remember the effort. The effort was not there. Joel Linton was disgusting. And then we had a few games, but they let Steve Bruce get to his thousandth game, and then they sacked him. We had a caretaker. Um, we were... It was diabolical then. We, we were in dire, dire straits. If you remember correctly, the year before last, we just scraped in by the skin of our teeth too. Yeah. We were, we were not good. Like just we survived. Good, good run. Yeah, because remember... We had yeah. that sort of... Eight-game stint where Miguel Amaron or Joe Joe Willick scored seven out of eight games to finish the season. I remember he, that. he, we had a really sort of decent run to get us back there. And the year before that, I've looked back, we weren't that good either. I think we were we were poor again, mate. I, had, I, I would argue, honestly, I would argue for a long time Newcastle have not been a good side. No, we haven't been good since. If I if I just look at it wholeheartedly, this is the best we've been in about. 15 years. Mate, you haven't been good since, honestly, like 2004. Yeah. Yeah, 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, because like, that's when you, when you had Bobby Robson, he was your last really great manager. He got you into the Champions League quarterfinal, stuff like that. You were competing. Obviously, before then, in the 90s, you were actually competing for Premier League titles. Since then, shit. Nothing. Shit. Rafa bringing us (laughs) up and then getting the punt was enough. An absolute nightmare. Oh, mate, that just but, takes the absolute piss, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, you, you, thanks for bringing us back, but Rafa for Steve Bruce, come on. In what world? In what realm? In what world? But then if you look at us now, all the past is the past, and I only remember the good. But look at us now. We're on a completely different machine under Eddie and Amanda Stavely and Merud Gualducci. Loves it, mate. Loves it. it mate, they are great. Great so, owners. It's really good, good owners. Good time to be a Newcastle fan. Gone on a massive tangent again. Um... Hammers, they are, they've turned a bit of a corner. I think that David Moyes at the start was getting a bit of pressure and rightly so because he was playing all these shit players in form. He wasn't playing the new new guys that were obviously getting the results now. But he's turned the corner. They look like they're playing good football again now. They look like they're yeah. that sort of top eight side that they are. Um, yeah. I think that they'll still steamroll Southampton, especially the oh. way that the Saints are playing. I think it'll probably be... Will I think it'll be 3-1. 3-1. Schumacher yeah, I can see it. I can see it absolutely. Like I'm talking a 35 yarder, worldy. You reckon? Yeah, he's going to fucking smack one. I hope so. I hope so. The game's before mine, so I can I can watch the highlights of it and, and, and see what happens. Now, jumping into our Liverpool versus Man City, the traditional, probably biggest game on the calendar, usually in the last four to five years. Right now, still massive game because um, obviously of the, the little rivalry, but obviously we know the positions of the two. Liverpool in tenth place, which is crazy to say. Terrible start. City are second, probably going to be first soon. We know how good they are, but it's a oh, massive game. Cool. It is a massive, massive game because if City go to Anfield and smash. Us, which they're completely capable of. I don't think there's going to be any pressure on Klopp. There'll be external pressure, media pressure. There won't yeah. be any internal pressure, I believe. But if we get nah. smashed, I'm not sure what it does for the confidence just seeing that we got beat by Arsenal. This is a massive game. Now, Liverpool are totally capable of beating Manchester City. They are. But the thing that scares me is that even when we were going for the league title and we were the best you know, in the world, on form, with great yeah. forwards, we struggled to beat them. It would always be a draw or a really, really tight loss or a tight win. So now we're not in form. 
I'm not sure how we get this one done. At best, mm. I can see a draw, but I'm worried. I am worried. What do you I think? I feel – I said something last week that I'm going to go back on. Oh, I, I think you're right to go back on it. I said last week that it, it was on Twitch, but no one would have heard it because we, we fucked up. But that no, – it's, uh, it's on Twitch if they watched it. This week would be the week you would turn your season around. Unfortunately – I think you are going to get beaten like a pedophile in prison. You bastards are going to get smacked up tonight. There's a I potential. Just, I just, they are in such scintillating fucking form. Yep. Like everyone's talking about Haaland, which is because he's so good. De Bruyne has the ball on a string at the moment. He's just doing everything without effort. I haven't seen him break a sweat this year, which is scary. You've got... Foden, who's just signed till 2027, on a high with his mate Harland. The back four are just a wall. Yep. No one's getting through. Rodri's doing just everything to fucking stop him from scoring. Edison's barely having to save goals. They are in scintillating form. They are, and you're absolutely and right. The problem with you blokes at the moment is that with Jottle going to the left, you don't have that real explosive Diaz pace. No. Although Jota is quick, he's not explosive. He's a bit of a bigger body. That I would and, argue um, that would – I think that hurts us as games go on. As an isolated yes. game, I don't think it does, and I'll tell you why. No. Because they don't either. No. That's true. That's true. Mm. And then you've got the fact that he's a sort of changing that – style where it's were 4-3-3 for a few years solid with sort of a holding nine where now you're playing with a like an out-and-out striker with Bobby just sort of sitting at the back. So the def- you have less in defence almost because Fabinho used to really just hold the middle of the field on his own. With him sort of splitting that role with Thiago, you've got a little bit, one less defender there to help Trent. So... It could be a bad night. It could be. Absolutely. Could I've be I've seen night, I've seen games like this before where we've been trouched. Like, you know, been a fan my entire life. I've seen clubs come there. I've seen the old Man United of the past. I've seen Chelsea go there. I remember Chelsea beat us 4-1 one year. Um, you know, good Arsenal sides. I've seen them all. It's happened. It's definitely capable of happening. Uh, but what Liverpool can potentially do to try get a result, I do yeah. think there's some chances here. It's going to be very hard, and it has to be an almost perfect game. But oh, there is a possibility. Um, the one thing I would say, and it, it's it's stretching, but these two know each other so well. They know each other so fucking well. They played in high yeah. games, high pressure games for the last four years. They know exactly how the players are, what they do, what their little things in and, in and outs, where the players are going to run, everything when they play against. Mm-hmm. The other teams, the Arsenal, for example, last week, Arsenal are a different side now. They're a better side. They're more energetic. They're not pragmatic. Nothing. Change it up, right? We know what we get from City. So almost in a way, it's the perfect game because you know, okay, this is the approach that they're going to do. Now, now they've got got Harlan up front and we are going to know, okay, look, we've got to stop the service to him. If we stop the service to him because – Correct me if I'm wrong here, and but I think this is true. Haaland's not a player that's going to come short, get the ball, run at you. He's a player that just he, he's he's an out and out number he's a, nine. He's a traditional he's a number nine. Behind, 
Winter. He gets in behind. He's, he will Usain Bolt the fuck out of you, but if he's in the box, he will muscle you off the ball. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is he's not going to drop into the midfield, pick the ball up, and then you've got to worry about his run. He's going to sit on the on the back line. So, in other words, Van Dyke and Canate, mm-hmm. you don't have to go anywhere because you know no. he's going to be there. So you can almost play off that. Okay, we know yeah. this is where Erling Haaland's going to be, so let's really press that midfield. So I'm – Wondering if Klopp's going to have a little bit of a tactic up his sleeve if he's going to say, like, we're just going to press the fuck out of this midfield. And if they bypass it, they bypass it. Because at this present moment in time, we've got to go for it. We can't be sitting on our heels hoping that, no. oh, we'll, we'll get a no, result. Yeah, cool. I'd rather go down swinging and lose 3 or 4 nil instead oh, of agree. hoping for the result. Look, we beat Rangers 7-1 in midweek. That's going to give them confidence, but it was only yeah. Rangers. Uh I person look. There's another stat here that's really, really crazy. He scored, scored fucking six goals in twenty seconds. Like, we did, yeah. It was, it was pretty close, and then all of a sudden, Jesus Christ! It's the defense that's still a worry for me. I think going forward's not a problem. It hasn't don't worry, been. A- do not worry, man. This is what will worry me. With all of the attention that Harland is going to take in the middle of the field, like he'll wink at De Bruyne and run right, and then it's it's just a chase fest. All that does is then if they go wide to Mares or fucking. Bernardo Silva, whoever's playing on the right, they're just a, a quick cross back over to Foden yep. or Grealish, who's going to be one-on-one with Trent. And Trent's going to have to do a lot of one-on-one. Trent's, not, Trent's not playing. He's out. Isn't he playing? He's out. He's injured. Uh, it's Gomez. Yeah, you know, it's probably a better thing that Gomez is playing. I absolutely Gomez think it's a better thing. Gomez is a one-on-one defender anyway, so changes my whole thought process then. Um, you, you lose a little bit going forward, but at the moment, yeah, it, that doesn't fucking matter. You need to defend. Um, I think, yeah, I think Gomez makes us better defensively. I really do. He's he's better in transition. He's still quick. Um, and he's, he's not going to be caught out like Trent does. Uh, yeah. I actually, look, Haaland is definitely capable of scoring three goals against us. I, he could score a hat-trick. He, he'd probably be paying good money to do that um, because our defense right now is leaky. But then it also, on the flip side, would not surprise me if he doesn't score because it wouldn't surprise me if we put so much attention into him uh, that we just shut him out, but then the others score. So City could win this game. He, he, could, just, he could get a thing from nothing. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. The kind of scores for the sake of it. City could time. win this game 5-0 and he might not score. It's one of those. Um, yeah. I don't know. It it would take. Here's another stat I wanted to talk about. Uh, Liverpool for the last five years, right, with with fans in the stadium. So you take out that stupid year where we didn't have fans, right? Well, no, no one had fans. With fans in the stadium, Liverpool have not lost a game in five years at home, right? Yes, that's crazy. Now, adding on to that, in that five years, they have never been the underdog at home. They are paying three dollars sixty to win at home tonight, Jesus which course. tells you everything you need to know. Usually bookies don't like using that much money, so right. that probably gives you an incentive. I uh, Personally, me... I feel like the bookies will pay out tonight if anything's going off. I, I, think, I think City probably will win, but I can see a draw. I can see a draw. Uh, I think we're going to... There's some fucker out there running a sports book at like Newcastle, uh, fucking Liverpool, two bucks. There'd be someone. There'd have to be. Oh, mate. Like, I'm... No. Back alley, back alley bookies, they call it. Well, sports, yeah, sports bets got it. Let's have a look. So, sports bets got it at. Um, let, let's have a. Um, sports bet up. Yeah. So, Liverpool are currently paying fucking $3.60 to beat Manchester City at Anfield. You know what would be a smoky? I'll give you a smoky for tonight. Sanity. Right? I'll give you 10 bucks, smoky. 
So this has been all right. That is wild. Newcastle to beat Man U. Wilson, goal or assist. Liverpool to win. Firmino, goal or assist. I don't know if we'll win. I don't. That'd be a tenner and a half. It would be. I'll tell you what, you'd win some money on that one. Let's have a look. I don't think it's going to happen. That's going to happen. But let's have a. You say Newcastle to win? Yeah. I'll tell you something. This is completely off topic, right? But yeah, I was go reading on. in today on Instagram from the ABC News, right? And I, this is why I know I'm a bad person. So <laughs> I know I'm a bad person. I shouldn't have laughed at this. I don't know why I laughed at this. It's not funny if it happens to you, but it, I w- it was funny. Okay. So there's this thing about assaults and stuff on people with disabilities, which is not funny. Yes. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. But there's this woman on there who her and his sister are midgets, right? Or dwarves, dwarves, right? And this is the story that this woman tells. This man walked up behind my sister and picked her up, turned around to his friends laughing, saying, look, I've got a midget, and walked away with her. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's not. Now, the way she says it is funny, right? Yeah. But it's. I can picture someone doing it. It's not the right thing to do to people. It's a little bit funny. It is a little bit funny. And look, you've got to have some humour in your life. I mean, it's not the right thing to do to someone. That poor woman would have been so scared. Absolutely. But you know, anyway, we can't. We can't be so afraid to laugh at something that is funny. I saw that. I I would laugh, and at the same time, go, mate, put it down, leave her alone. Put put it down. What the fuck have I just seen? Oh, it's hilarious. Someone's trying to steal another like a midget. Look, I've got a midget. It's insane. But you'd, you'd go, holy cobber, enough's enough. Like, obviously <laughs> not well, enough. Do you remember those fucking ads, man? The, was it, they, were they old cigarette or they were, I think they were alcohol ads and there'd be like a crash and the bloody music would play. It was on like Channel 7 years ago. And it'd be like, well, enough is enough. That's that. That music's going to play every time he picks up a midget. Well, enough is enough. No one will ever, children these days will never get the, in the joy of watching you wouldn't steal a car. Oh, mate. You wouldn't steal a house. <laughs> what? So, why would you? Why would you pirate a movie? And it'll be like, dude, have you seen those videos where it's like, where it's like, you, it's like 2002 and you fall asleep and it's 2 a.m. in the morning and then they're just asleep and then it's just like, the amount of times, brother. I swear to God. Oh, fuck. Crazy. That was just... Times. No, they won't get the joy of it. I saw, that, that I saw a sad thing that Cartoon Network has been cancelled now, bro. It's, it's no, called. no, it's been bought out by uh, Disney. And I was like, no more Cartoon Network. No, the app great. world has taken over. We are full for My Our children, I think we spoke about this before, but they'll never know the joys of a Friday afternoon trip to Video 2000. Oh, mate. Video easy. Yeah, you know, I was a two thousand kid. Yeah. Even oh no, block. I mean, blockbuster. Blockbuster was. Yeah. We went to blockbuster after we moved, but there was a video two thousand in Arana Hills, and I knew the aisles like they were going out of fashion. Mate, blockbuster had- used to be in Sunnybank, and that's where we first lived when we moved mm-hmm. to Australia in '98. Bruh, I was there all the time. Did you used to-, to rewind the tapes, or did you just take them back like a savage? Rewind, <laughs> rewind. Remember that? No, let's just take them back. I rewind them because I felt bad. Yeah, because you're a maniac. I always felt like a criminal leaving him in the in the after hours bin as well. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I would always look for the games too. Like it would, sometimes you'd get the, 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 you could tell whether or not this was a good game. It either just give mm-hmm. you one day, 
Three yeah. days or a week. If it gave yeah. you a week, you're like, this game ain't it. It ain't no, it. It ain't, good. it ain't it. I used to borrow it all the time for about <laughs> oh, two months in a row. I borrowed Shane Warne. Oh, right. John Alomu. John, right? that, that was John me. As well. And then I got Cricket 2002 for a while. Do you remember those early cricket games and those early rugby union games? Amazing. They were some of the greatest I've ever played ever. I remember ARL '96 was one of the best games I've played in my life. It's it's just they don't make games like they used to. There's passion, yeah. no passion anymore. No, there used to be it's a game just, called Total Manager back in the day. So it was like Football bro, manager, manager, but it was but it was on PlayStation and it was made by EA. Yes, man, it was fucking incredible. I used to play that shit all the time because you could jump in and play the game. So you could, oh, it really? was like it was like football manager, but it was total manager. But then it gave you the option to jump in, and when you jumped in, because it was connected to FIFA, it played like FIFA. So it'd be oh, like yeah. it'd be like FIFA two thousand three. It was dope. I used to play the shit out of it. It was awesome. That was amazing. And then they just then discontinued I, it because obviously it never got bored or whatever. It was the same as like the they, the rugby league games. They 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 discontinued because they're only big here. That's the problem. Mm. Same yeah. with the boxing, but they stopped the boxing games because because of UFC. UFC. Yeah. yeah, but there is a sporting, um, there is a, a sporting company that has taken the boxing. Watch yeah. the gameplay; it actually looks legitimately looks amazing, fucking good. Man. It looks fucking great. <laughs> I'm, it looks I'm, good. I'm very looking forward to that. Um, I, I think I might have to wrap it up there, brother. Jesus wrap this, wrap, wrap this episode up. Mm. Um, the guts are playing. The guts are rolling in a nice little package. It's a nice little package. Mm. Um, no, it's good to get to get something out finally. I'll um, I'll get this out now. Um, oh, mate, I'm gonna get fucking. It's fun. it's um it's chance. it's been a fucking month and a bit, been way overdue. We probably I reckon we generally got people that are just gone. What's happening with these guys? I think so. I'm like, gonna, uh, do you remember the first person we had that contacted us? That Jacko just yeah. disappeared. Disappeared. Never Maybe come back. Alive. Could be dead. Too much coke. Nah, he'd be alive. He's a mad dude. <laughs> probably still online somewhere. Isn't how funny there's a guy who plays for Ibiza, like the football team at Ibiza. There's a guy, his last name's Escobar. Mate, that's just too good to be true, <laughs> it's isn't it? Meant to be. It's just meant to be. Sometimes things are meant to be. He might get shot like the old Escobar no. in Colombia. Hello. Hello, Escobar. Oh, no, the Escobar, the centre back after the World Cup. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, that's right. So he scored no goal, and then, he went, yeah, and then he went into um, a pub and he fucking mm. shot him. Crazy. South America's a <laughs> fucking crazy place, Hellhole, man. bro. Hellhole. Like, my partner, uh, my partner, my sister's partner, um, Eagle, he, he tells us stuff all the time about Brazil. It's, it's, and he, he just tells it Hellhole. so, so chill. Matter of fact, yeah. It is. It, like, if we saw that shit, I reckon I'd be like, what the fuck? There's the amount of robberies Guns, and murders and fucking murders no, all the time. No one just gives a shit. Everyone's got AIDS. It's fucking Drugs. crazy. Drugs. It's just, it's like, honestly, yeah. mayhem. So yeah, they, that's fucking that's why they're all extremely talented with football or BJJ because they're like, I need to get out of here. Or no, surfing. Apparently, surfing's really big down there too. Surfing's I, huge, huge. Didn't really know, but yeah, they're great beaches. Yeah, oh, fuck that. I wouldn't go there. We need to do some um, UFC live events, I reckon, soon because there's a few good right, events coming up, and there actually isn't many other sporting events except for football and the World Cups, rugby league, World Cup. <laughs> but all the football games are quite late. Yeah, that's true. So we need to find another alternative. True, true, true. Well, you go over Tuesday, mate. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, mate. Um, thanks for the chat. Episode fifty nine will be out shortly. Um, Hope your soul. No, nah, I'll be all right, Cobber. We'll be all good. Right. Um, till the next one, we'll we'll chat to you again. Take care. Brush your hair.
صيما صيما صيما